The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. You are so deserving of all the joy and juiciness you can stand. I'm Lisa McCourt of Joy School, and this is Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Let's do some joy. Happy autumn season, my beautiful Precious P listeners. It is so good to be with you today as always. Your gorgeous wide open hearts are in for a treat today because I have someone really special here with us. Reverend Skip Jennings is our fearless leader at the Center for Spiritual Living in Fort Lauderdale that y'all have heard me talk about many times. He's the co-host of the Voice of Unity podcast here on this network. He's the author of The Lotus Kitchen, Spirit Explosion, and The Little Book for Big Transformations, 31 Days of Inner Visions and Spiritual Practices. He's a graduate of the Michael B. Beckwith School of Ministry. Y'all know we like that here. Shout out to Akate. <laughs> woot woot. <laughs> Founder of Mind Body Spirit Solutions. He's a motivational speaker, transformational coach, yoga instructor, and a shamanic healer. He has meditations on Insight Timer, lots of good social accounts you can follow that we'll be telling you about. He's a licensed spiritual practitioner and co-director of the LBGDQA ministry at Agape, and I want to talk about that with y'all a little bit today for sure. He's had over 30 years experience in all of this wonderfulness, earned over 15 certifications in all the various beautiful ways that he continues to work towards transforming this planet through love. I'm so happy to share him with you. Welcome, Rev Skip. Thank you for having me, Lisa. I'm grateful to be here. I feel like it's I'm like exciting. talking so fast because I'm so excited to get to you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you, you're, I'm here now, so we have it. I'm glad we finally got the date to come together to do this. Me too. Me too. I know you're a, a super busy uh, world uplifter out there. So thank you so much for being here. So welcome. So welcome. One of the things that we talk about here a lot that I know you also emphasize is what we call the spiral, that recognition that spiritual growth and unfoldment is an ever-evolving process. I've heard you say it's a choice. It's a really important choice, right? Tell us about why it's a choice. Well, we can choose to transform by just saying yes. The universe always conspires on our behalf. Our yes is our permission to either, you know, to be successful or to fail. If we say yes to our lack and limitation, the universe says, you're right. If we say yes to success, the universe says, yeah, you're right. So the universe is always saying yes. 
but we have to say yes for ourselves. And this is what Ernest Holmes taught. This is what Howard Thurman taught. Michael Beckwith taught. This is what Joel Goldsmith taught. This is what Mary Baker Eddy taught, that we are what we think we are. And when we say yes to our true nature, which is beyond the skin that we're wearing, our gender or our hair color or the glasses we wear, when we yes, say yes to our divine spirit and our divine nature, then we begin to live a life that has purpose. Mm. We begin to understand that we are divine, we are eternal, we are love, we are spirit, we are grace, we are beauty, expansion. When we begin to say yes to those qualities that is our life, then our life becomes more expansive, more creative, filled with abundance, infinite possibilities, joy. It becomes, you know, the life that we truly desire and the life that we really want. It's so true. It's so true. Why do you think it's tricky for so many people to say that yes? Why do you think the the indoctrination is is not for that to just be automatic to us? I believe it's our, our training. It's the way we grew up. We are already inundated with so much fear, doubt, and worry as we're growing up with kids. If you look at a child that lands here on this side of eternity, they come with so much joy. They just want to play. The only time that you hear a child that's feeling um, um, uh, um, you know, discontent is because there's a need. There's a need to eat. There's a need to rest. There's a need to be hugged and loved. Those are the simple things that we all want. But somewhere down the road, we begin to see our parents worry about the rent. We see our parents start to worry about um, their partners, their place in community, their place in the, the, the world, their careers reaching the top. And I believe with that type of indoctrination into life comes the problems of not being good enough, not having enough, not having the right car, not having the right mates, not having the right clothes. So we have to unlearn all that. Part of this journey is unlearning what we've been taught. And we've been taught a lie that life is not worth living if you don't have the car or the house life is worth living because you are life itself absolutely it takes a lot of uh, reconditioning and retraining our mind yeah i think parents for the most part are doing the best they can and i think there's such a yeah. tendency to want to make your child better thinking that that's helping them so everything is is geared toward let me make you better here let's get you better there and all the child hears and absorbs is i'm not good enough i'm not good enough the way i am and the parents yeah. do it with and, good intention lisa too remember our parents learned that from their parents. Yeah. And their parents learned that from their parents, especially in America. The the the, the beginnings of of our country was all about capitalism, was all about getting yours, getting mine on the backs of others and make sure you climb. This is our roots. This is what we have been um um, um you know created in. This country was created in getting yours. Part of this, I believe, part of this movement, do you want to call it, or revol revolution, revelation, it's all about realizing what really matters. Yeah. I think more people are waking up now, and they're getting it, 
and they're understanding, oh, we need to rethink this. I think the pandemic had an amazing, uh, you know, the pandemic itself wasn't amazing, but it had amazing opportunities to shift the way we live. Mm-hmm. It opened some eyes for sure. We've it been, sure did. <laughs> we've been talking on this podcast about the whole Newtonian Darwinian philosophy that took over that, mm-hmm. that we're still living that out. It's, it's not, we know scientifically now that cooperation is what leads to the growth of a species of a planet. And yet we still don't think that that's the, the way to be, you know, innately in the world because of these crazy Darwinian concepts that we're still internalizing. We are a very polarized, you know, marginalized global community. And the true nature of who we are meant to be is, is to live in a state of oneness. So what we're living is the polar opposite of oneness. What we're living is this space where you're seeing more and more LGBT um, communities and people of the LGBT um, community being marginalized, being, you know, in, in the midst of, of violence, losing their life. Um, you see more people are trying to pull the rights from women and trying to keep certain people down. We're seeing a more influx of brutality to people of color. And this is in the direct opposite of, of, of where we're supposed to be living and how we're supposed to be living. For sure. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. I wanted to bring up that this is October, LGBTQ plus history month. So I wanted to be sure and, and honor that. I don't talk about politics on this podcast, but we have experienced so much backward movement in the state that you and I live in here in Florida. Right. And it's so right. disheartening. There's so much heartbreak in the communities I serve. As listeners know, I have a beautiful adult transgender daughter. I'm president of my local PFLAG chapter. And so much of what's been happening politically is just feeling so unexpected in this day and age that we could have such backlash, this backward movement. Just recently, the Miami-Dade public school system, nation's fourth largest school district, voted to no longer recognize October as LGBTQ plus history month as it has in the past. So, you know, they still have months to teach Hispanic heritage and black history and women's history. Yay for that. But the, all this is coming on the heels of the Don't Say Gay bill passing in Florida. So I don't want to linger on the horror of it, but you and I are teachers of energy. We understand where we place yeah. our focus, what we give our attention to is what will grow. So I know you must have a good positive spin for me. And I'd love for you well, to share that with the listeners because all this. Absolutely. It's my honor. So um, that's, we'll get to the positive, but I want to say this. Being an openly gay minister, part of my work is to talk about inclusivity and that means we're all welcome to the table we're all welcome to the playhouse we're all welcome to the center no one is left behind so when you tell a little boy you can't talk about your two daddies your two mommies they feel marginalized and they feel left behind that is not inclusivity so I truly believe from prayer meditation, really in my system, when I feel that this is going to be a cycle of time, that what I truly believe there's so many of us that see how this is hurting us as a global community that will rise up and that will say something, that will do something, that will get out and make a difference. So it's just like what we saw with the pandemic we saw more good coming out of the pandemic from people rising up, taking action. And I believe that is what's going to happen here in Florida. And I believe there are people like you and I who are willing to, you know, 
it's not just things that we know, it's things that we live. Look at you and look at your 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 beautiful child and you know, yay, P flag. P flag has saved so many lives because they educated parents how to love their LGBT kids. Therefore, their kids didn't go out and and and, and want to end their life because they didn't feel like they had a place or a home. So this is powerful work that we get to rise up and get to remember. And we also get to, to know that if one part of the body is sick, the whole body's sick. Mm. Because if we are a unified field, if we are a global community, which I truly believe, when one part of the community does not have freedom, none have freedom. Mm-hmm. The energy that I am feeling It affects energy you're feeling because we go back to the law of oneness. Mm -hmm. Everything is connected. So I believe this is where we're rising up to really begin, to begin to to understand that we can make a difference. Yeah, that was beautifully spoken. Thank you. I know we we say this all the time here. We're always trying to just say that's the everything has to come up for healing, right? We have to feel it to heal it. And if it's in there, if it's in the 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 consciousness, it's just like within a human being, you have to know where the cancer is to to work with it. It's got to come up, got to come up into the light. And then we can. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to come up. So, so just since this this historic month is uh, being suppressed elsewhere, I just want to take a second to recognize this was added to the list of commemorative months and a resolution forwarded by the General Assembly of the National Education Association for real that happened in 1995. October was chosen as the month of observance since National Coming Out Day already existed on October 11th. Also, the anniversary of the first March for Gay Rights in Washington was in October of 1979. Traditionally, it's been a month during which students are encouraged to be allies with LGBTQ plus persons, stand up against bullying. It has Spirit Day on the third Thursday, which will be October 20th this year. That's when you wear the color purple in solidarity with LGBTQ youth. I just wanted to remind you all of those dates in case you don't hear it elsewhere this year, because you might not in Florida. It's kind of kind of tragic what's That's happening. <laughs> These are such important hallmarks of our society moving forward in the direction of higher consciousness and humanity that it's just super tragic that schools want to go backwards in this state and encouraging the practice of kindness and inclusivity. So October 11th, coming out day, post about it on your social, make sure everybody knows that you are a welcoming presence on this crazy planet. And then uh, October 20th, wear your purple. Easy way to show some support there. I love that. I love that. And again, you're making a difference right now. Look at that. Yeah, there we go. We're, we're making, well, you we're make a profound difference. You make a profound information yeah. out there for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You teach so many things that I would love to, uh, to, to dig into. One of my absolute favorite funny, uh, yummy, yummy topics is meditation. And I know that you uh, have some beautiful meditation practices. I always leave the listeners with some, not that we're leaving them yet, but with, with some sort of a um, thing that they can take into their week. And I didn't know if you had any particular um, practice or just something to pay attention to or, or take note of that they could go and practice this week. Sure. I mean, one of the most simplest ways to be mindful, as Thich Nhat Hanh talks about the, in the miracle of mindfulness, that you know, mindfulness means just being awake and aware of what you're doing at any moment of the, of the day. 
In another book of uh, Living Buddha, Living Christ, he tells a story about a man comes to Buddha and says to Buddha, oh, what do you Buddhists do? And the Buddha said, well, we eat, we sleep, we sit, we walk. And the, the man goes, well, I eat, I sit, I sleep, I walk. And Buddha said, well, when we eat, we know we're eating. When we walk, we know we're walking. When we sleep, we know we're sleeping. When we sit, we know we're sitting. So the practice is, can you be mindful with whatever you're doing? Yeah. Washing the dishes. Can you be mindful when you're walking from your home to the mailbox? Can you be mindful simply of how you're breathing? And it's not judging. There's no right or wrong way of breathing. So know if you are breathing with deep inhales and a slow exhale, or is your breath short, panting, little spurts, whatever it is, just be mindful of it. Once you're mindful of it, you can shift it and change it. Yeah. So it's all about mindfulness. And you can simply do a body scan where you begin to scan your toes. What is my toes feeling right now? What is my ankles feeling like? Is there any energy or vibrational shift that's happening in my calves and my knees? Maybe as we're sitting here, you're listening to the podcast, you're walking, what does your back feel like? Your shoulders, your hands, your neck. What are the thoughts moving through your head? You know, it's all about being awake and aware. Yeah. You know, I teach yoga, and I always say this in yoga, yoga is about gaining information about your body. Yoga is a body of information. And when you have the information, you understand how the body works. That's what yoga is all about. Connecting your mind with your body, aligning with your spirit. So it can happen anywhere. It can happen in any time. You choose. Transformation is a choice. You choose to become awake and aware about how you're feeling in any moment. Yeah. And then when we become aware of those thoughts, that's a whole whole other ball game right what to do with them when you're aware that maybe they aren't the healthiest thoughts the kindest to you thoughts the most helpful to the situation thoughts that's a choice too well to i think sometimes we want to eradicate the mind and the ego wants to eradicate thoughts the it's the ego is trying to protect you don't have that thought or you shouldn't have that thought we're thinkers that's what we do but are we being driven by thought? Are we going through the negative spiral where you have one negative thought and then it spirals to the next negative thought, then you're going deeper and deeper and deeper. And it simply says, oh, stop, I'm having a negative thought. Oh, I can shift that. I believe that's what happened during the pandemic. That in the beginning of the pandemic, there was a shortage of toilet paper. <laughs> Why toilet paper? Just <laughs> so think about funny. Toilet paper. <laughs> So there was one thought, oh, the pandemic is coming. Oh, we have a pandemic. Oh, we're shutting down. Oh, my goodness. And it was one, I believe, one news report about one town that ran out of toilet paper and it spread all through the country. <laughs> and so our fear was, oh, there's a pandemic. We better get supplies. We better hoard in because we're going on lockdown. Oh, my goodness. And then if we go on lockdown, I might die. I might get it. Then my family might get it. Let me get some more toilet paper just in case my family has to come to the house. Oh, and by the way, did you get your toilet paper? And guess what? We saw news flash. There's a shortage in toilet paper. So let me run out and get some more toilet paper. 
that's how the mind works until something in us goes, stop it. <laughs> Even the point where, okay, you don't have toilet paper, but you can do old school, just wash it with a cloth and wash the cloth. <laughs> now, it's that simple to go, okay, we can shift our thinking at any moment and we do not have to go into the spiral, the downward spiral, unless we choose to. For sure. We, we, we talk about this here sometimes. One of my favorite questions to ask, because I know you probably have some brilliant insights on this, is like, like I think we mentioned earlier, we have to feel to heal. We can't suppress if we're having sort of a, an emotion that needs to come up. So there's a balance there, right? There's such a balance to mm. notice, okay, I'm having like this, this sad feeling, this angry feeling, this you know frustration. You, if you shift it right away without feeling it, without expressing it, without allowing it to, to come up, it's, it's just going to stay in there, right? And surface in some other unhealthy way. So do you have any tips for like striking that perfect sweet spot balance between accepting all of our human emotions that we have and honoring them and loving ourselves yeah. through them and, and still just, knowing when to shift? <laughs> well, you know, you, you really just said it perfectly, but I'll put my little spin on it. Um, emotions are 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 our messengers. They're not who we are. Our our mo emotions were divinely given to us to, to let us know that things are in alignment, things are not. So embrace the emotions, but don't live by them. Don't let them move you forward. So here's the story. We have to feel so we can deal. Then we'll heal, and then what will be revealed is something glorious. So we have to feel it. The field's gonna give us a message. Something's happening here. Once we identify the feeling and the emotion, then we're able to deal with it. I'm feeling angry here. So what's the dealing with this? Why am I feeling angry? Why am I triggered here? What's the truth? Oh, it's not really that big of a deal, or it could be a big deal, What's your solution? You're dealing with it. Once you begin to deal with it, you release the emotion of anger, and then you begin to do the healing. And then what's being revealed is your true nature, love. So there's a revelation after you go through it. It's like an aha moment. Oh, wow, I'm strong. I'm powerful. Oh, I'm love. Look, look what, look what just happened. Look what I just went through. So we got to feel it. So we can deal with it, heal through it, and let the revelation of revealing your true nature happen. Beautiful, beautiful. It even rhymed. There's a little poem you guys can remember you for, rhyme for doing you that. Rhyme. Hey, I'm a minister, so I got to rhyme it. <laughs> you are, and you are a minister who is very generous with your wonderful content. Make sure everybody knows all the places that they can experience your wonderful content. Sure, absolutely. So on all the socials, except for TikTok, my TikTok talk, I don't think I'm going to get on TikTok, but everyone's saying, you got to get on TikTok, Red. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm still, that that is still out, but on I Twitter, see it for you. Instagram, I think you could Facebook, pull it off. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might, though. I might, one of my mentors saying, Skip, that's the next place you need to be is TikTok. Oh. So on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, I'm Rev Skip Jennings. You can Follow me, 
download it and um, you'll be able to get you know my content that I put out there. I need to be a little bit more active on social, running a spiritual center. My time is just crazy. So um, I am the Senior Minister of Spiritual Director for Center for Spiritual Living here in Fort Lauderdale. So you can reach out there and find me there. We have services at 1030 every Sunday uh, morning online or, you know, in person. And, you know, you've been there. <laughs> you go there. For we have some fun. Sure. We have some good music and we love, love good talks. And, oh, it's just a wonderful community. It really is. And I've said this before, but look around wherever y'all are because there are CSLs all over the place. Everywhere. They might not all be as awesome as uh, the Fort Lauderdale one. I can't vouch for all of them, but they're, they're probably pretty good. And also good. you can follow me on Insight Timer where I have about 45 meditations out right now. So you can follow me on Insight Timer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that even the CSL Fort Lauderdale, it's online as well. When I do online, yes, I do agape. So I'm either live with y'all, which I haven't been doing as it. much as I, I should, or I'm know? online with agape because I'm in their choir. I don't know if I told you that. You used to be in the are. agape I choir. I know you are. I didn't and know I also do agape after I leave CSL. I'll eat because we are finished around 1145. And then I'll go home, and by 12 o'clock, third time. service is having somebody's happening. So I'll probably jump on. Uh, I normally jump on after that. And, and you know, I'll get back to L.A. one day and see in person again. So I'll do a vacation soon. Nice. Nice. Well, is there, is there anything else that you want to share? Anything coming up or anything that you're, you're promoting? I know you're always busy with books and things that you put out. Yeah. Well, I have a new book that's coming out soon. We're in editing mode right now. And also just follow our podcast, which is Voices of Unity with Faith, Faith Rivera and Chad Bradford. And we just have an incredible, loving time where we just talk about almost anything. We just sit down. We just start talking family, spirituality, relationships, children, and, you know, it's just, it's all spiritual, isn't it? <laughs> so, it all is. And that's right here wow, at Mind, Body, so Spirit FM, y'all. So all right, we'll do it again soon. I know you got to run. Thank you so much for having me. Love you. Love you, listeners. I will see love you in you two weeks now. We've changed the schedule. Remember, so I'll see you in two weeks. Love you. Bye. Joy comes in many flavors, but they all start with you being full-on glorious you. If you'd like some personal love and support along your joy journey, find me at lisamccourt.com. And as you do your joy this week, remember that you elevating your vibration elevates the vibration of everyone around you and ultimately elevates the vibration of all humanity. Thank you for being a valued member of the team that's bringing more love and joy into the world. We need you. Much love. Once I found inside my heart that you were always, you were always here.
Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.